Hello, 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 and welcome to The Side Quest, your weekly journey into the wonderful world of video games and video game culture, brought to you by this culture. lovely culture, this lovely ensemble of ensemble. hardcore gaming journalist pros here yeah. with years of experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or just... Buddy, there's just there's friends. months of experience amongst all of us. Yeah, probably adds up, to, and it's mostly Zach. Yeah. <laughs> he, was one, he was the only one actually getting paid for journalism, which is which is awesome. Um, I just get irregardless. Paid yeah, there you go. Irregardless, uh, we are happy to be back. Love to see everybody. And uh, hey, how are you? Uh, I'm Dolly. Joining me is this person over here, JJ. Hi, JJ. Hi. I'm not going to pretend like I know what direction I need to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Down think it's here, this way. Very yeah. sleepy Zach. That's me. Hello. 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 Zach is Zach is uh, very busy. Full-time job in it and yeah. reviewing and uh, and managing like social media. Mass and then running. I, he runs uh, Twitter now. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Zach Musk. No, I do a lot of video game stuff. You so. do. Games in yeah. bio. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the the thing? Uh, ass and titties in bio. What's yeah, that's what I was referencing. That's yeah. I've got it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, for this is where I, that's where I put mine is in the bio. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys, how are you? Oh, you got a mod modelo. I have a nice. Canada Dry fruit splash. I have water with creatine in it. Oh, sick. Uh, I will say one thing about Modelo. Modelo is very yummy. Very yummy. The unfortunate, and I have some in my garage, the unfortunate <laughs> aspect of Modelo is the glass bottles that it comes in. It comes in this like gold foil wrap top, which is the, it's impossible to get that out get the gold foil flake off that thing because it's just it's just stuck on there. And um hey, well, uh band. Yeah. Go <laughs> F yourself. We we love our fans, but go F yourself. Oh, this he's is... got the he's got the chilada modelo. Yeah, it's chilada with lime in it and it has like Ooh. little chunks of salt too just kind of floating oh. out from oh, the I bottom. love it. You better hope that salt and not like <laughs> I I took a drink and I had to check. I was like, "What the heck is this plastic?" And it says salt. microplastics. Like, okay. It's no longer micro; it's macro plastics now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, it's awesome to chat with you, lovely, uh, lovely people. Um, <laughs> you couldn't think of a word to describe. No, because I'm I'm seeing uh, replies back to us on uh, on Blue Sky, that other network. I tweeted out. We'll get into the news here in a second. I tweeted out, uh, you know, that there's a Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow, and then there's a Pokemon Presents next week. Um, and the first re reply was a quote post. I don't know what they are in Blue Sky, which the, the person says, hey, can people collectively be sane about this one? Like, maybe not crying about a lack of new Earthbound or F-Zero games this time? Or am I asking too much? Either way, I'll be in my bunker until the inevitable toxicity from this passes. It's a partner Direct. We are not expecting much. but uh, that being said, there is a partner direct tomorrow that's that is happening. Um, tell us all about it, Zach. Uh, Game Freak is a partner, so Pokemon tomorrow. <laughs> there we go, there you go, there you go, <laughs> and only tomorrow. There is no Pokemon direct next week. No, it is uh, here. Let me present that. Let me share, share the screen there. <clears throat> 
There is a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, 6 a.m. Pacific time. These are always these are always fun just because like Yeah. Sometimes it's 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 like a, it's like packs where every once in a while there'll just be like some goofy ass thing that pops up on screen and you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's the 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 interesting thing. So first and foremost, partner direct, um, not a major direct because Nintendo just kind of gave a bunch of their games information over the last like few weeks. They're like, hey, here, you know what? Here's the Splatoon thing. Here's all the Princess Peach <clears throat> Showtime videos yeah. that make me not want to play that game anymore um, out there. Here's all the stuff about Mario and Con here's everything. We got Universal Studios. We got this. We got that. Um, so they kind of gave everything away, which meant they didn't really have any first party stuff to talk about. Also, because they're in the midst of getting their next console ready. Yeah, we are in the death throes. Yeah. There are rumors of the, of them revealing that in March, but now that's that those plans might be changing. We don't know. But so they said instead of this year because they probably don't even know what's happening this year let's have a partner direct and just kind of focus on third-party partners it's 25 minute long ish showcase which is still quite a bit for a partner direct Four uh, farming games yeah, i was gonna say four farming games very likely and uh because there are always farming games and switch users love farming games but there um there's still a bunch of games like we're waiting to hear about we i mean microsoft is going to be showcasing what probably pentiment and hi-fi rush at least Hi-Fi Rush, I'm going to assume tomorrow, because that's that anniversary stuff was in there, and Pentiment, I think, is probably going to be... I don't know. I think easy, easy I feel like Pentiment is definitely mm -hmm. the most likely, because of just sure. how that game is kind of perfect for the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Will you guys <laughs> finally play it? Will you play it now? I played it when it was brand new on... <clears throat> I haven't had a chance to. I will, I will, I will play it for free on, <laughs> on Game Pass <laughs> instead that's of... great. Playing it. It's yeah, a, you, you it's really a fantastic it. game. It's one of those games that definitely deserves a wider net being thrown out for it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like just put it on as it's not like it's not it was never gonna be a system mover, so just let everyone play it. Yeah. Like, who cares? Um other other rumors. I think the endless ocean stuff was sort of shot down. It was just it wasn't an endless <laughs> list. But a boring ass rumor. Yeah, it's <laughs> boring. Um, but uh Pioro, if you guys follow Pioro. They tend to know stuff Pure, way ahead of time. And the, they are the most reliable <laughs> when it comes to leakers because they will only post stuff that's 100% accurate. Their, their level of accuracy is 100% accurate. Um, if you want to get spoiled, go there. But they showed a uh, they posted a, a, a monkey with a banana today. So there's some... Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Remake is coming. The no, Ape Escape uh, DLC, uh, DLC is There you go. Right. But mon Monkey Ball, people are thinking yeah, maybe nice. some Monkey Ball news. Um, I'm most interested, I'm hopeful for uh, <clears throat> Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D because I just freaking, that game has been, I think today was exactly 1,000 days since they announced Dragon Quest 3 and Dragon Quest 12 um coming out so yeah. a thousand days that is like at least a year and a half since they announced yeah. those games and we're still waiting for any updates uh for either of those two. And those are huge games yeah. huge yeah. games um so i'm look hopeful for those game freak is supposedly uh, going to be showcasing and there's a pokemon presents next week so i don't think there'll be any pokemon stuff tomorrow but their our game freak has published other games they've actually published an xbox game yeah, what was the, the elephant one, right? Yeah, Tembo the badass elephant. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Which uh, well, don't, when you, don't put that on. No one cares about that game. Don't put that on there. But I played that game. Yeah, it's, game, it's fine. 
Give me Pocket <laughs> Card Jockey, which yeah. is on Apple Arcade. That's likely yeah. what's going to happen. It'll yeah. be. So I mean, the, the, thing with, okay. be the thing with Game Freak yeah. is, is that they're really, really good at just making mobile games. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just, yeah. I mean, even if it's something just new and fresh, it'll just be like a mobile inspired puzzle game for the Switch, you know? Yeah. It's, so what? Okay. It's, like it's game freak that's just what they yeah. do in their, in be, that's that those are their passion projects in between having to pump out another pokemon game <laughs> so for for those that are wondering um pocket card so apple arcade requires a one-year exclusivity and pocket card jockeys exclusivity ends on uh march uh, february 29th so yeah. that is the last day it can be on Apple Arcade. Hey, perfect timing. So see you March 1st on yeah. the Nintendo Switch. Um, any other predictions from you guys besides all the farming games and some of the Xbox stuff? And other I was trying to think, like, what weird-ass game did I put a flyer on at PAX or something that, like, because it's, it's got to be one of those weird third-party, like, little indie games or something that's going to pop up that's going to be... Did we say uh, fellow Navigator Award nominee Hi-Fi Rush? Yeah, we uh, kind of, yeah, kind of. Uh, navigator award. Yeah, somebody else was there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. But Typecast if... is coming to Nintendo Switch tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah, that's. I've heard. I've heard rumors that Typecast was coming and that with a uh, keyboard attachment. For uh, there actually is a keyboard attachment for the Switch, so you can actually. Play. We have gamepad support working <clears throat> for. I know. And I, I played have... it on my Steam Deck. And we have a Switch dev kit coming in like soon so <laughs> um it'll happen the yeah you have to get published somewhere else before you can get on nintendo this is how their stupid rules work but uh <laughs> the uh and then shin megami tensei there's like a complete edition that was rated in korea yeah. as usual so see smtv so smtvv megami tensei 5 vengeance so that's I, I i want them to put like the original like personas or Shin Megami Tensei games yeah. on the Switch and so like it just 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 in their archaic form. They don't have to be special editions. Just like like the Vita where I can I I have Persona one and two on the Vita that I could just play and And then yeah, so we'll be I'll be very interested to see what other what other games pop up? I mean, again, I, 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 I straight up do not expect. A, oh shit! Really? Get game tomorrow? I really don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I completely agree. There's, there's not a lot. I think we'll probably wasn't Red Dead Redemption two rated for the Switch as well. Uh, like I would love to see it how they get because Red Dead Redemption one doesn't work on the Switch. What the fuck <laughs> yeah, are they gonna do for two? <laughs> and then last year we heard. Well, and then last year. Jedi Survivor was being worked on for the PS4 and Xbox Series One, and we kind of jokingly said that'll be for Switch Two, but wouldn't be surprised if they made a downgraded version of that for the Switch One and just threw some stuff out there. But I'm not, I'm not expecting too many new games. I'm expecting ports and stuff to like slide over, and yeah. I mean, my honestly, my hype level for this one is more of morbid curiosity. It's like, it's essentially like. What games are gonna they gonna try to fit on this thing instead of I'm really excited for new stuff. So yeah, yeah. no, this is the one that like Hell I Divers like to, too <laughs> on the Switch. 
I like to watch all these things like as they premiere, but this is one of the ones that I'm like, I'll be fine seeing it on Mario 64. Like, I'll yeah. Be like okay, let's yeah, I will follow like, his Twitter. Right. <laughs> Unless they announce, announce Quest 64 is coming to Nintendo 6, on, six online. So. I, that'd be NS- sick. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that, game, that game is good. That game is weird, but it's the only RPG on Switch and the only one I've completed on Switch. So I've, I've now completed 100% of the RPG, RPGs on Switch, apart from Paper Mario, which I have not completed on Switch. I mean, on, uh, on Switch. On, Nintendo 64. 64. Man, my brain is fried. We, we knew what you were Yeah, we knew. That's fine. I'm getting... Let me just kind of say one thing here. Uh, I'm going to show you guys real quick. This is stupid. I'm zooming in right here. See the grays oh, coming cute. in? Oh, wow. no. they were these showed up not this gray they're white over the last three days because i <laughs> shaved on friday and it was all dark and then i shaved two days ago and i'm like there's white now it's like not just barely white it's like completely white yeah so, way to go. anyways way to go yeah quest 64 <laughs> is definitely good is is definitely a game um and then there's a pokemon direct next week which the rumors were Black and white or uh, gold and silver, like those are the remakes for those, or something showing up on Switch online. So here's the rumor I've been hearing in the deep <clears throat> trenches of the <laughs> internet is it's going to be one of the new uh, Pokemon games is going to be a new like Let's Go game. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'd uh, be okay with that. That's what I, I've, I've been there's hearing. Been a, there's been a lot of rumors of a gold and silver let's go okay. like, like the next the next logical thing like it's like the same style remake where let's go one was uh generation uh, red and blue or whatever johto okay. region and this one will... let's uh i liked let's go because um it was real simple to play and it was now, something... I... let me phrase it go ahead it was simple to play and it was easy to get a uh, to play it was the it was an easy digestible <laughs> way to get into Pokemon. It was essentially the first Pokemon game ever completed. Um, and then the was it Diamond and Pearl or whatever that was came out. And I'm like, I hate the visual style of this. I know they want to make it like toys. It didn't even, I do not like it. Yeah, it didn't even I like play well. Like I like yeah. you know, you know, Diamond and Pearl and stuff, <clears> but boy, it just everything about it felt wrong. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll take a like, go version of something. Yeah, yeah I, I like that game just because Try. it's kind of fun every once in a while to play yeah. like a zero impact version yep. of something. Like, yeah, well, it, it it's it, it like it starts checking the Pokemon boxes in your head without having you thinking too much. Like, it is nice not having to worry about like, especially if you go deep in the weeds enough of like, mm-hmm. okay, so I need to okay, so th- this buffs this and this is I need okay the stats on <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to worry about any of that. It's yeah. nice to play a Pokemon game with graphics too. Yeah, yeah, and Go it's, actually had graphics. Best looking so Pokemon weird. game by a by a significant amount <laughs> was yeah was the first Pokemon game on Switch. Yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, the the other kind of Nintendo ish stuff was that the Switch was delayed till quarter one of twenty twenty five. Believe it. You believe it? Yep. Here's it- here's here's why I think it's true, because we already touched on Dragon Quest not coming mm-hmm. out or being announced yeah. or being talked about. Yeah, we know for a fact those games are going to be launching on the Switch in Japan. 
Yeah. And I don't think they would have wasted time developing it for Switch just one. the Switch 1. So I say in the fall, we'll hear about Switch 2 and Dragon Quest 12 and the 3D one. Imagine. Um, that's that that's my huge. Yeah. process. A huge one. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I feel like this is a down year because we're going to transition right now into some of the other news. Let's get into the PlayStation stuff real quick and that we heard the news from sony that uh um they were not expecting here i'm gonna share this tab instead uh thank you vgc uh, sony expects ps5 sales to decline because they have no existing major franchise title before april of 2025 now <laughs> yeah that essentially what that means is you ain't gonna have spider-man 3 you ain't gonna have wolverine by then you're not gonna have god of war uh, you know you'll get ports and hd remakes and you'll get maybe astrobot updates but not like you're not going to have a brand new gran turismo giant ip game yeah. you'll have like smaller stuff while and, they're and, the, and the spider-man dlc is going to start rolling out and... spider-man dlc um oh that's another thing i think we'll probably get we might actually get uh tears of the kingdom dlc announced because might as well. You can sell more copies of that game because everybody has Give it. Give us the motorcycle oh. back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sony's like Sony sales are declining. They they said that they're in the latter stages of the life cycle of the PlayStation Five, which is wild to think because even Nintendo wouldn't admit that for the Switch. I yeah. think um, I think their wording's pretty intentional. I think it's like not the PS5 as a whole, but the PS5 yeah. like base model. It's definitely because there's the, yeah. gonna be a pro in the fall, so it's like yep. you know, like yeah, that's the that's where the pro in the fall. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. it's it's always difficult because stuff that a Japanese company will say and stuff that an American company will say are completely different. <clears throat> they <Yep. laughs> like they don't translate across the across the sea very well. Uh, yeah. So. When they have to translate words that they chose uh, for this, like the Sony stuff or even Nintendo stuff, it like that's not how Microsoft would say it. But you know, it's not Microsoft's. It's not the American side saying it. They're having to translate, you know, and having to figure out meaning behind the words, and that's just it's, it's tricky sometimes. But yeah, I don't think the PS5 is like. They don't mean that. Yeah, it's it's dying. It's like There's okay, you're no gonna get way. a new. St- yeah, you're not. They're, they're not no saying way. there'll be a P- the PlayStation Six is in a couple of years. They're yeah, saying yeah. The PS Five Pro is. <laughs> they they would never do that because the because yeah. like the yeah. economy isn't ready and no. the the industry isn't ready either there's not yeah. like it's just there's no way that would be successful it would suck it's yeah no it's gonna be plus, a pro plus we're just now getting to the stage like we're, we're we're starting to finally sort of hit the top end of the ps5 yeah kind of thing so like yeah it's like it's no longer it, upward it, the, 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 it's starting to trend downwards like that's how this shit's going that's just how this the, the ps4 pro launched three years after the ps4 yeah. which is this is year four after the ps5 yeah. so but also you know, like the, P- the ps4 was already like lagging behind in terms of performance a couple of years in like yeah the ps5 hasn't really had that issue yet like <laughs> ps5 is still a phenomenally powerful console yeah <clears throat> but what sells consoles games yeah. and uh you know who's 
maybe not selling games anymore in a weird way is is this company, our friend, Microsoft. They had their big business update last week. And huge, massive business update and said, uh, hey, Xbox fans, please please uh, go ahead and jump off uh, jump off of any bridges you're hanging on to because it's over. We've packed it up and all. They yeah. said, we've got it's a nothing burger. We're just going to put a few of the games out there like the two we've already discussed. And I think grounded and um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, sea of thieves were also talked about. And, you know, it's like, yeah, and then it's Twitter immediately exploded yelling yeah. at Phil to just release rare replay on everything. Yes. Now that was, that's the one that they should, but uh, yeah, Microsoft had their business update and basically said, yeah, calm down everybody. It was, and they, they did it in a podcast format. So as soon as they announced that, I was, I had thought, I think we all thought, yeah, this isn't going to be a big, it's not like they're going to hold yeah. a podcast round table. That's why, they it's, why, up. Yeah. it's why Nintendo didn't do their thing last week. Yeah, it, it is. It's what held it up. You know, grow yeah, because they didn't like, know what they were going to do. Yeah. So it's like, let's just wait and see. And it's like, okay, they are going to do something, so we can just do it the next week. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, they basically said we're going to bring four games. Right now, we're only looking at four games, and we're going to use it as sort of the test bed to understand if this is something that people... Guess what? They're probably going to do pretty well, um, because it's a lot of folks just don't have Game Pass or Xboxes, yeah. and so... Game Pass has slowed down in uh, numbers, like it hasn't accelerated as much as much as they thought it would. They wanted to get to 100 million Game Pass subscribers by like 2030, and they're sitting at 32, 33, somewhere on there, Amen. which is <laughs> which is not. I mean, you're when you got to make up 60 million people over the next six years, that's a lot. That's a lot of work to be done. All right, here's the here's the minor question for this: of the four games announced, which one do you think will actually be successful on? See if these probably see if these. Yeah, the other ones. Uh, I think Pentiment will be. Eh, I think they'll be novelties, right? They're not yeah. huge games. Uh, like and and, and Grounded has the fan base that it's already going to yeah. have. It's got the PC. Mm -hmm. And the Xbox group, yep. that's it, it going to PlayStation isn't going to fix it. it doesn't, that's a good game. Grounded's a good yeah. game, but like. Yeah, uh, I think Sea of Thieves will, will really be potentially like big. Yeah. On Sony yeah. console. Because like, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. I work with a bunch of guys who game and they don't have Xboxes or PC or PCs. Mm -hmm. And they recently bought Skull and Bones because they wanted to be play pirate pirate, pirate. and i'm like you should play see if these are like well, we don't have xbox blah blah like there is a definite market there of those types of people they're it's... like we want pirate pirate game there isn't any mm -hmm. other pirate game there are no pirate games there are even no. skull and bones isn't a pirate game <laughs> no so it's just like yeah i think it has potential to be pretty pretty big yeah agreed Agreed. Sea of Thieves, Thieves is fun. Sea of, sea of Thieves is a great game that has great personality, and I'm glad that Rare was able to sort of get like get get footing in something big again because like that was yeah. a big game company, man. And to see them sort of flounder about outside of like Viva Pinata, like. <laughs> Like they just never really they got relegated to the connect side of things for a mm -hmm. while and avatars and shit like that and to finally finally get something out there that it took some time but like it's it, it really found their its footing with yeah. CFEs it's great. 
Um, and then they said, you know, by the Diablo 4 is the first Blizzard game coming to Act Blizzard coming to Xbox, which is cool. It'll get more people playing it. Um, I'll I'll play it finally. And then uh, they said, hey, by the way, we've also got the next big Xbox hardware generation. It's gonna be. They said it's gonna be the most powerful leap between generations you've ever seen. <clears throat> Guess what? It won't be. It won't matter because. You still need games for it. it. Doesn't matter how powerful a box is. It, 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 they're they're saying it's the most powerful as if it means that a game will look way better than it, it doesn't. Yeah. It's it, yeah. game visuals have sort of stagnated. Because yeah, but how many teraflops? On, I need yeah, to know exactly. the teraflops right yeah, now. I, I, I was going to say game visuals has sort of I don't say stagnated, but they've sort of leveled off a little bit because people are focusing on other important things: artificial intelligence, uh, background information, cloud stuff. Like well, even, there are more yeah. things that are important for games. That's the than thing. It, it's like uh, models and uh, you know artifacts and stuff. They're like everything's looking good there. Uh, yeah. Everyone has given up on lighting. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. its entirety. Lighting. Like, like <clears throat> you play Alan Wake two, and you're just like, oh my god, that's right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this what mm-hmm. this is what happens? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like as much as I like the rebirth demo, it's really <laughs> it's like, oh man, look at this. This there's no lighting here. There's a guy standing in the corner, all like lit up. It's, yeah. it's like dark. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll, well see yeah, and, and what you that means. That tomorrow, as well, is also the Elden Ring event. Yes, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Elden Ring DLC yeah. is is uh, being showcased tomorrow, yeah. so that'll be actually pretty cool. I mean, I'm long excited. waited. People have been yeah, man. People have been pounding their desks for for months now. <laughs> yeah, waiting Elden, for this. Elden Ring. Elden. Um. Let's move on to games that we can actually play today and not just see trailers for. And I know somebody, I'm going to showcase these games via a trailer, somebody who's been playing a bunch and we haven't had on the show for a couple weeks, and that is hey. Zach. So we'd love to Zach find Ryan. out what okay. you have been playing. Well, I mean, go ahead and tell me, what's your first game, Zach? Uh, let's talk about Ultros first. I have been playing this game on my OLED Steam Deck. Look uh, at It looks gorgeous on it because look at the art style. Very yeah. like it's very interesting. I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't dig it that much. But I don't think it's ugly. Um, but it's yeah. So what this? So this game is a Metroidvania and. A lot of times when you hear Metroidvania, you're like, okay, yeah, I've played a billion of those. Like, I know what to expect. But what this one does, I think, is really interesting, is it kind of puts itself up to being a freeform Metroidvania. And what it and what I mean by that is you so it kind of has a shadow of the Colossus setup where you you have like a hub area and you go and fight a boss and then you fight the boss and then you go back and then you like appear back at the hub. But what this does is it takes away your powers after you get back to your hub. So you lose all your powers, which is a really interesting thing. But what's cool is you eat these bugs and fruit Mm. and things like that. That'll increase your stats which you can then use to level up certain skills. 
So these skills are really important for how you maneuver, go through levels and like go around the whole world. So essentially you kind of go back, lose all your stuff and you're like, okay, I have to level up again, but I also have to be aware of where the map is and what is in my way. So I know what to level up and what to unlock in my skill tree. So there's all these bosses spread out. And it's like you have to have map awareness and you have to keep an eye on what powers are in your tree. There's like a sprawling tree for you to unlock all these things like a double jump or a certain like block or certain attack you might need to like hit a certain thing on a baddie or just like all these all these things. So it's a really interesting twist on the Metroidvania kind of thing because uh, it's like no matter like so it just like you can approach it in so many different ways and i think that's really cool for a game like this because usually it's a pretty similar unlocking path for every person who plays this but you could just play it potentially in a completely different way from every other person that you know who's like playing it uh which is super cool um i think it gets lost in the weeds a little bit here's the skill tree it's big um but i think i think it gets lost in the weeds a little bit going towards the end because there's just like so much you need to remember um but it is pretty rewarding after you kind of get through it um but yeah that is ultros it's definitely worth checking out i will say if you like these types of games you want to see something new definitely play it oh and the music's by uh what's his name I have it written down. El Huervo, the guy who did Hotline Miami sound ah. soundtrack. Uh, he did this, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Oh, oh. And the combat feels really good too. I think I was going to ask about they, that. Yeah, yeah, they really. So it has these uh, directional kind of in, inputs. So you have like your like up attack and your and your forward attack and like down attack, and then you have. And then you can unlock attack strings through your skill tree. You also have a dodge. If you perfect dodge, you get like a little combo attack for free on the people you're fighting. And yeah, it's definitely a solid game. It's just very, it just, it, it expects a lot out of you, <laughs> which is cool. Um, <laughs> the next one will be Slave Zero X which is a sequel to a 1999 Dreamcast game that no one's played except JJ. <laughs> except for JJ, uh, yeah. <laughs> but this game is, I mean, just look at it. It's crazy. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a PlayStation 1 aesthetic, like side-scrolling fighting game arcade type thing. Um, it is also a game that expects a lot out of you it is hard super hard it expects you to use your parries to use your techniques and attacks and all these things to such a degree like like you just saw you kind of got fucked up um but like it expects you to know everything that your character has in their <laughs> in their their skill set to win like there's like it's and the way it's laid laid out it's essentially kind of like the raid where you know you 
that they mm. he like starts at one part, he goes up to the top, so the constant mm-hmm. fight. That's just kind of what the whole game is, but it's separated into levels. So there's like so there's there's clear cutoff points, but for a narrative standpoint, and kind of just as you're going through, it's just a constant just rush of bosses and enemies. And just dudes that you're doing like fighting game combos on, like everything is strung together, like <laughs> everything is strung together, like um, a like like you're playing Street Street Fighter, you're playing a just like old Kilty Gear game, like it just, <laughs> it just feels like that. And you have and you have a burst which you have in Kilty Gear, which you can use to kind of cancel an attack to like go into another attack. Then you have a, another mode where you can like use all your EX moves and your EX moves are like a meter you build up that you can use to make power, more powerful moves. And the way you do EX moves is you have to attack and press the heavy button right after one of the other. So it's like, it's like plinking when you're playing a street fighter game or whatever. Mm. It's like, it's a really like, I'm not it's like a two frame kind of just like quick button thing but if you're a fighting game player you're familiar with that that like that feel it's like so it's very intuitive once you get into it and the way you parry is you is you hit towards so you hit the d-pad towards wherever you're being hit and you'll parry so kind of like street fighter third strike (laughs) and yeah it's just it's crazy and a lot of these games that are like character action games, like Double May Cry, like they're fun and they're amazing, but they, I think, kind of lose themselves in the sauce because there's just so much what you're doing, sauce. and you're like you're doing so much and you're just having so much fun. And this is more like a Metal Gear Rising Vengeance kind of feeling where it's like you have to be on your toes and know your parries and know like everything that your character can do. Um, it hasn't reviewed well, which I kind of expected because it's something that's just like, it's a niche title. Like this is made for speedrunners or people who like super hard, weird arcade games. Like it's it's just made for those types of people. I think once the general public kind of gets their hands on it, it's really going to just kind of mm-hmm. lift off because it it just there's something about it. I think the aesthetic alone is good enough for a lot of people to check it out. But I feel like once a speedrunner gets their hands hands on, it's going to be like crazy. Uh, but definitely check this one out when it comes out, I think next week, like the 21st or something. Uh, yeah. And then the last one is uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which has been out for a while, but I got a code the day it came out, which is, which is cool because I really wanted this game. So I'm glad I got it. Uh, what makes this game cool? is in this game for people who don't know this game was initially being developed by platinum games for like six years they were working on this game and then they got kicked off the the game what we assume they they maybe just like the contract ended and their work is done and then side games 2 came in and like finished it up um but what makes this game really cool is it okay i guess even more backstory i have to talk about so it's a gotcha it's a pretty popular gotcha game in japan and also over here in the states is pretty uh big um 
more like the fighting game scene, I would think is pretty, pretty big, but the gotcha alone is huge in Japan. It's like one of the original, like big gotcha titles. Um, some old, like old, some, some old like vets from the final fantasy team left to make this. And a lot of the people who are making huge games now started on this team and a lot of artists like the near artists started on this team. Um, so a lot of big heavy hitters started on this gotcha game. And yeah, so there's this gotcha game has been going on for like nine years now. Then this game finally makes it to the West. It's kind of the West's first time introduction to these characters besides the fighting game. And to start the game, you essentially are like, you don't know these characters and the game expects you to know these characters, which is kind of weird. <laughs> right <laughs> you're like oh but like me i'm like yeah i'm a nerd i've been playing yeah. this game for forever yeah i i know who these characters are and they mention things from the gotcha gotcha game and you're like okay well i don't know these things but it remedies this pretty well with these things called fate episodes where you unlock kind of like tears inside the character to unlock more skills and stuff and you learn about their past and that kind of fills in the background information that you need but what is really cool is this is going to sound like a negative, but the story isn't that important. <clears throat> the story <Okay>. is <laughs> the story is pretty easy. It's like it's pretty. It's not something that's going to like make you like think hard. It's a pretty tropey like JRPG story, right? And the game knows knows this because it has a built-in mechanic where if you skip a cutscene, it gives you a summary of what happens. It's like blah 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 happens and blah blah blah. You're like okay, cool, and you just skip. And then you keep playing the game. So yeah, so I was like, if you if you want to watch it, you can watch it. If you don't want to watch it, skip. Be like, okay, Jita and crew went to fight the goblins over here, and they learned this. Okay, nice. Sometimes it's ten o'clock at night, and I don't know how long your cutscene's gonna be. (laughs) And what's really nice is this mechanic comes from the Gotcha game. The Gotcha game has the same thing. You skip everything; it'll tell you what what happens. I have never watched a full cutscene in the. Kacha game, but I know the story because I've read the little things. But the gameplay is it is so fun to play. It is insane. It has these platinum games set pieces, and it feels like a platinum games game. And it's also an RPG, like a really deep RPG on top of that. So you have leveling, you have skills you unlock, you have weapons that you level up or weapons that you craft to make, to make the best thing for your character, stats you can find, all these things for this grinding thing, right? But it feels good to play. And there's like 24 characters you can unlock and they all play different and they all have like different rotations, different skill sets, different utility they bring to your team. You can make a team of four and gear them out and go crazy fighting these like raid bosses to get more stuff, get more, get things to level up, whatever. But what's also cool is you can play online with friends. So you and your friends can go and fight these raids, fight these quests, all this super hard in-game content with characters that you can level up together. But yeah, so it's like, it's really crazy, but it feels like an MMO in the way it has like, each character has a specific skill set and rotation. Mm -hmm. 
and different builds like you get these weapons that you have to craft and grind grind for and and put like gems into to level up all these things very like all the things you would expect from a gotcha game are here but you don't have to spend any money which is cool um so you, there's a lot of grind but you just have so much build variety you can do with your stats with these different things i forget what they're called they're these like they're these orbs you can get to put on your characters that give you different increases in certain s and like certain things like oh like if this character is in the air they do more damage or if this character never gets hit they do more damage so you have characters who are built around these certain like skill sets so it's just it's very cool um and like i said there's 20 ish different characters and they all play different and you have these amazing set pieces it's a gorgeous game the bosses feel like raid bosses from like in and like from like Final Fantasy 14. It's, it's crazy. It's good. It's not it's not particularly like seen to have like RPG style like dungeon raids online, but with but without any of the MMO trappings, like mm -hmm. it's it's that's kind of a new novelty concept in, in like yeah video games as a whole because it's either it's an RPG or it's an MMO uh it's like you don't it's one or the other you either got to commit to the long haul or hey you just want to come and do this with me for 30 minutes and we do. yeah, yeah. No, like i it's yeah it's like the monster hunter thing where you you have a hub city and you can like post a quest and invite your friends and they yeah. come like that's just kind of like it's it's awesome. We need so, more of that, I think. Yeah. There needs to be more games like that. So, I'm But we don't have any games that are like that that play yeah. like this. There's yeah. no games that play like this. That, like It's just like, it's just a nuts to butts kind of just like going insane. <laughs> like I love that. Nuts to like, butts, baby. You, you hey, have, Raven is on the screen there, Dally. Go click on me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have like perfect dodges that will do things for your character's attack. You have uh parries you have like break mechanics and all these things that you and your friends can do together or you and your party that you made yourself can do like that you just build a party around like it's just so fun and yeah it's it's also 60 bucks which is a rarity in <laughs> in these in these days but yeah it's definitely worth like checking out if you ever get the get the chance, because the story is also like ten hours long, so oh, if you want to play the story, you just like go through it. Yeah, um, it's not offensive story wise, like like it's just super easy, but it's so fun to play, and the characters are awesome. The characters, despite being very just kind of like like cut and dry kind of anime trope characters, there's yeah. there's depth to them that I, that I find really interesting and not like oh my god this character is so deep and so cool but it's like they're just fun characters you want to be around it's kind of like gotta, every well that's the that's sort of the advantage of taking this gotcha concept to a console without the gotcha is that every single one of those characters has to be designed for you to want to put money into yeah. this to get the person that you like the most yeah. and so when it comes to a console well all these characters have these fleshed out characters and backstories and stuff for a game where that's unnecessary now because you know everything's well established it's and you don't have to cool. dump the money into it you just get to reap the rewards that everyone else is. yeah i i really think the, the 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 biggest shock to me is 
they have 20 odd characters that you can unlock and they all feel so different to play like that's just such a feat to just kind of like have in the game that amount of like yeah. like anybody can find a character that they like like there's characters mm-hmm. who are just dedicated to shooting from yeah. like afar there's a character and- who's dedicated to like killing himself but like getting more attack and being like a tank and like that's just like just mm-hmm. so much stuff and it's nice to see that nothing kind of got sacrificed in terms of like usually when you have something like that it's like oh it's got like you know 85 unlockable characters and they are all unique but then like every yeah. other part of the game kind of suffers like it looks like shit and the and it's kind of sluggish but you know <laughs> yeah i and also i think the the biggest like like thing i can sing for like the praises i can sing is it does an amazing job of bringing the already established like gameplay people expect who are like fans to a console game like it's like it's like really respectful to where it came came from it's just like it's 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 awesome so i have to check it out sometime Worth getting it on uh, Gamefly if that still exists. So. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a, yeah. It, it, back in the day, some magazines had the pass, rent, or buy. Uh, oh yeah, oh, I love those. I love those. <laughs> I think Kotaku still does that. I don't hmm. read Kotaku, but um... who does? Kotaku, 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 Kotaku. Stephen Tortilla, Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. JJ, oh, you've been playing game. Let me. I've been back. playing games. There's a couple of games. A couple of games. Yeah. Let's get here. I'm going to start with uh, whichever one, whichever, whatever pops up on the screen is what I'll start talking about. That's well, you only thing. gave me one. I don't remember. I the told other you one. the other one that I was going to talk about. You just weren't listening. That that is correct. I wasn't. Listening. <laughs> I'll type it in the chat so we can look at. Yeah. It. Final <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> Rebirth. Did I miss the discussion on JJ's One Piece? Hot <laughs> yeah. Play that. That's badass. We'll start with a classic. A classic, yeah. Uh yeah, Quamp 2. Uh I this was a Pax West uh choice for me when I saw it uh late last year. Uh I'm gonna go with the as I said in if the in my text that I sent you, I'm gonna go with the kayfabe story where this is a okay. sequel to as this is a sequel to Pong. It is it is not <laughs> a uh is, there is no pre-existing Quamp, as far as uh, you all know. <laughs> um, but no, Quamp. Uh, uh, did anyone play the original? I'm sure. Zach yeah. yeah, way I, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was a, one of the original testers for Quamp because I know the guy who made it. So, like, yeah. So, uh, it's a very straightforward sort of concept. Uh, the original was just like you got a button, you push it. Uh, the ball is always in. Uh, uh like x axis motion uh so when you push the button it changes if if you're going up Mm. it's going to make you go down but always in the direction you're facing so if you need to be going the other way you got to hit something that's not a straddle and then launch you in the other direction so uh but the stages are filled with traps and pitfalls and, and all kinds of goofy things um so so yeah it it's sort of uh in lore 
this is the sequel mm -hmm. to Pong. Uh, they bought it. Like Atari owns this now. It owns Quant now. And so they've it's sort of officially almost canonized this Pong uh, too, in a way. Um, so instead of playing as the paddles, you are now the ball. Uh, and you break Ooh, what a twist. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you break free from the game world of Pong and go on this like uh, I'm trying to remember what game this reminds me of. It's like one because like there were so many games like this in like 2010 yeah, <laughs> where it's yeah. just like, hey, just like these this lo-fi uh death trap. It's like VVVVV and all those kinds of games like that. Um, does it have that this sort of CRT-ish? Yeah, the entire the, the screen is cool. the screen has a sort of fisheye effect on it. With scan lines on everything, it's got it's okay. a really cool aesthetic. Um, but yeah, you, you you're just controlling the ball and trying to make it through, solve these puzzles. But now, the big thing is this has 100% more uh, buttons. Uh, cool. So now there are two buttons yeah. uh, in this game. You have the typical, you know. I, 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 I'm just going to say Y-axis because th they'll flip it on you every once in a while. It's not mm -hmm. just up and down sometimes. Um, so you have that, but you also have like a boost button that you can charge. Hmm. So if you hold it down, it'll charge the ball. And when you release it... That little it, blue charge that we just that saw. blue there. charge. And that blue charge can be used for a bunch of different things. It can push things around. Yeah, it it can break certain things. As long as if it's, if it's colored blue... You can only interact with it when you're in that boost uh, mode. Like those so like, blocks, like those blocks you can push, or there are certain bricks that you can push, those uh, black think. holes that you can sort of get caught up in and stuff. And yeah, there's boss fights. There's 30 stages. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's enough. Um, and, and it'll 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 fuck with you every once in a while. It will be like there'll be certain places where you lose control of the ball altogether like you can't make you can't make it go up and down or hmm. like you'll go underwater like here and it changes the physics entirely um like instead of pressing you you push the boost button and it makes you sink and when you push the a button to make you kind of like swim a little bit hmm. so it's it's uh i highly re recommend if you play this playing it with a uh, mouse it feels okay. so much better. Bye, Zach. Um, yeah. <laughs> it feels so much better with a mouse when you're just sitting at your computer and you've just like yeah, yeah. right and left click. And like, it's a very, very, very hard game. Yeah, it can get very, very hard, but it's also very easy to just like sit there and look at the screen and just keep pushing the button because it's also very forgiving with its checkpoints. Sure. So, like, it's definitely one of those games where you're just like, okay, oh, fuck. Okay, fuck. Okay, fuck. Uh, you know? <laughs> and, and how just tell how you much does this, <clears throat> does this feel like a retro game, like, from It the doesn't Atari really. Doesn't. Okay. Uh, it doesn't. It, it definitely feels like an Xbox Live Arcade game in okay. a lot of ways. Um, it's Which just, is it's okay. A, that's yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that, to, that's, that's the highest of praise. Yeah, as far as yeah like right. right. Um, Back in the heyday. No, yeah, it doesn't oh. feel like this would be on like anything other than like a modern-ish platform you know like i said mm -hmm. like this definitely it uh this definitely feels like a 360 game um in the best possible way um 
the boss fights are all very cool. Uh, you wouldn't think they would be, but they are. And there's not a whole lot of else to do other than just go through it. There are like... Is that a boss fight right there? That's yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there yeah. are some like... There are some secrets hidden throughout. There's like these little teardrops. There's like one in each stage okay. that you can find. But... Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this is just a great little this game. Like, this like is... a JJ ass JJ game. This is from the yeah. same folks that made uh, Mr. Run and Jump. Graphite. Uh, I mean, uh, I, is, it, is it Graphite Labs? They do. Yeah. Mr. Run and Jump? yeah. 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 It definitely feels like the that like Mr. Run and Jump in in its own little way. Um, you could tell. Dope. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Atari's oh, really yeah. just kind of killing it with these sort of like reimaginings yeah, of things. Um, but yeah, no, this is a clever game. It's fun. Excellent. It's it's slower than the original Quomp. So you kind of, if you've played the original, you kind of got to adjust yourself because this mm. one's way slower than the original. The original was pretty fast. This one's, yeah. It does look like it's kind of moving at a little bit of a slower pace. Yeah. Probably because there are more perils and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, there's there's way more perils. There's uh, If you fuck up enough, you'll see little ghost balls like showing you like floating around in the background kind of giving you where you should go uh, it took me a while to realize what was i thought it was at first i thought it was um like my ghosts of like me mm -hmm. fucking up but no i i eventually realized like oh no that's them trying to tell me that i i'm sucking really bad right now at this stage <laughs> but yeah no no it's 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 a great it's a great i've been playing it uh exclusively in like on like handheld mode on nice. like the steam deck and stuff and it runs fantastic and it's perfect for that kind of thing but but i uh, but i've also been playing it on my laptop which is also plug in a mouse mm -hmm. left click right click and just kind of stare at the screen as my retinas burn but, yeah. <laughs> uh, no great great hey, love it uh jj yeah. yes sir. so the person who made the original game yeah. uh wombat yeah. Have you played his new game, Mosolina? No, I have not. You should check it out. I will I check that out. I, I will think you'd like it. I will check that out. That's after we get off this here. <laughs> All right. Well, next up. Another game. A uh, yeah. I, another review code that I got. Arzet. Uh wait a minute. I, this this is this link. The Jewel of Faramore. Um so this is definitely one of those things where I saw it and I was like, yeah, yeah, I need to play this. Um, I don't know if you noticed, if you go to the very beginning of the uh, trailer, when it gives his logo, uh, notice that it's CDI games. Oh, uh, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. A CDI software. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very good name. Because um, so the story is that this guy originally made a remake of like a modern day remake of uh, Wand of Gamelon, I believe it was. I can't remember which one. I'm pretty sure it was Wand of Gamelon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like with everything, it was one of those like this is just fan project. Put it up for a couple of days, then delete it so you don't get a cease and desist. But once you upload it, it's out there forever. Yep. Um. So yeah, and, and then eventually he just. This is a limited run games mm -hmm. release. This is like. They haven't been published. They've just recently gotten into like publishing their own stuff. And this is like one of their first few like original titles that they're publishing, not just like the weird like um compilations and stuff like Bill and Ted or whatever. <laughs> this is like an original. And obviously, just by looking at it, you can tell 
that this is this Zelda CDI games like Wand of Gamelon. Um, for better or for worse, it's the gameplay is exactly the same as those, where it's just a little side scrolling, very simple platforming hack and slash game. Uh, that's what the um, CDI Zelda games were. The biggest problem that they had in terms of gameplay was that the CDI was not really designed to be a video game system like a platforming thing. So it's very sluggish, very poorly responsive controls. But like, so they took that gameplay and like it plays well. Um, it like you, it, this actually feels like a decent platformer from the from the nineties. I just I love the Microsoft Paint visuals. Yeah, and I mean, and it's and and it's exactly how um, like the CDI Zelda. Uh, Legend of Zelda mm -hmm. games look and the acting is the yeah. same they actually got the voice actors to come back for really Zelda they they they, they have roles in this game uh, that's awesome that which is very cool because yeah it knows what it is it's it's I don't know it's completely unhinged like the, its <laughs> existence all of the it, it's funny all of the screen, all of the cutscenes are like super goofy and over the top, and everyone's overacting at all times, and like just like terrible characters and terrible character designs. And <laughs> oh, our uh, Zed, yeah, basically yeah. the whole line, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like you can't really go very long without being interrupted by one of these hideous cutscenes. <laughs> um, but and I mean that in the most uh, compassionate way possible. It's designed to be that way. It nails the aesthetic one hundred percent. It's really having fun in the sandbox of what the Zelda CDI games um, would have been if they if like <laughs> I don't know I, I I don't know it's it, it's hard to describe because it's not the game isn't interesting. Like the gameplay, <laughs> the gameplay sucks. It's just boring. It's just a simple platformer that you're collecting jewels and beating up bad guys. There's, and it's not particularly difficult, but it's the package. You have to look mm -hmm. at it at the overall package. And like a lot of people have a fondness for the CDI games and not mm -hmm. like, but not like because they were good games, just because of how bad they were and how notorious they are. And to just take that concept and have fun with it and make a competent game that's like well-made and at least plays well is is fun they put they call it an animated adventure and that's the right way to put it it's it's almost like playing um an fmv game in, in in a way um because like the gameplay itself is so secondary sure. to everything else that's going on in the game um like they went so hard into the aesthetic that if you go to pre-order uh the physical copy mm -hmm. on limited run um, if you get the deluxe edition, uh, and you can buy it by itself, they have the original pointer controller that was with the Philips That's CDI that amazing. looks like a little, it's the little one-handed cool. controller that has like a little disc on it. And like, it's like a D-pad with buttons. And like, it's, I don't, I don't know if anyone's ever used that controller, but like, uh, I've, pl I played Wand of Gamelon with the original, on the original Philips CDI with that controller. And it's a fucking nightmare because the hitboxes are all bad and there's the, like there's a delay in everything you do because it's early disc based bullshit so like nobody really knew what was going on at that point there it is oh that, that thing that thing those things yep. suck but it's really the original fun. We, is we nunchuck right yeah. here 
Yeah. Uh, and if you get the collector's edition of Arzette, you get the same controller, but in hot pink. Oh, so, no, kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want one because it's a not that expensive and b like it's just silly. I like that idea. I like that it's, that they did that. It'd be a fun. Way I like that it. it's like here are two images. Here's yeah. the image of this thing, and yeah. also by the way, here it is with the background of the game. Of the game, yeah, <laughs> <That's> yeah. <it. laughs> and there's the hot pink one. That there's you the, the hot pink. pink. Kind of bad. Yeah. yeah, there you no, go. No, yeah, no. This game's this. I, I, I want the record too. So that's neat. Yeah. yeah. Records. They're really going all in, but again, this is limited run. Like this is this is their game. Yeah, we'll see them at PAX East. Maybe they'll have it there. <laughs> they got one of them controllers. I'm buying it. There you uh, go. <laughs> but uh, put in your butt. Yeah. Hey, will it fit? Yeah. Oh, but uh, no, yeah, no. I, listen, that? listen. I'm outright like it is not. It's not a fun game like to play. It's just cool it looks like it's just something for people that are in on the on that joke you gotta be in on the joke you have to sort of like like it a random person picking up this game and playing it what must be what just must be so baffled at what is going on like it's such a boring game but so much time and effort went into these cut scenes mm -hmm. and this animation and like the voice acting and <laughs> some shit. poor some poor like grandma's gonna buy this for their kid yeah. Who heard about Legend of Zelda? This is exactly like Legend of Zelda. The kid's gonna play it and be like, "Who the hell made this game? Why did they make this so bad?" Yeah, but no, I I just oh. I love it for what it is. It's it, it 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 had a mission statement that it set out to do, and it and it nailed it. Like that's the best you that's could ask needed. for for some of these things. Yeah. So yay! Excellent. I've also been playing Mario versus Donkey Kong, but like we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm playing a game. I'm playing a game for review as well. We've all got these review codes. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing a game. Let's see if I can get this running. All right. I got it here. Is it going to show? Oh, it's not window. Duh. There we go. Oh, uh, seven Rebirth. Why won't... Uh, did I shrink it? I shrunk it. No wonder. Okay. Here we go. I'm playing a little game called Balatro. Or Balatro, I don't know. Can you guys see the game there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm the Joker, baby. Uh, <laughs> the the game Joker, from the baby. Main, main menu. Uh, do I have a, I'll go back to the main menu and I have my save game right here. So Balatro is a roguelike uh, card game. Um, what if poker was fucked up? <laughs> what if poker was fucked? And it was it is really good. Continue. I'm gonna play this. Guy. What if poker was good? Is that <laughs> yeah? Uh so Balatro really is a it's a poker roguelike. And at first I thought, oh it's kind of an, an interesting take on poker. How are they gonna pull it off? This is um the poker you know and love. You're trying to get full house, you're trying to get a straight flush, you're trying to get all that stuff, but you're playing up against a uh, sort of a timer and the number of hands. You kind of see the screen here. There's a number of hands you can play and a number of times you can discard cards. Yeah. Start with like... Oh, that card. Yeah, you start with like three and three, I believe. But you depending on which decks you open up or which modifiers you use, you can, you can expand <laughs> those as well. So um, just like any roguelike, <clears throat> there, there is sort of an end game, which is to keep playing this over and over and over again and make your way through 
to get to you, you know, powerful enough in all of the meta that you accomplish, and then finally make enough, uh, be strong enough to take on sort of the final run. The the way to, these runs are to kill Phil Helmuth, <laughs> to kill the Queen of Clubs. No, so the way these runs Mind are set up, yeah, is that you get three, uh, three turns. You get three, three blinds basically. You can play the small blind, big blind, or the club. Basically, round one, round two, round three. Um, and uh, all that means is, let's say I'm going to start with the small blind. Cool. So I have my deck of 52 cards here, and you can expand this deck. So you kind of see what's in the deck right there. Based off of what cards you collect during each run, you can kind of expand those. And you, can, you get that through the money you make here. Cool. So um, you make money after each hand, obviously, after each run. So my, right now I have to get at least 300 points. You can kind of see up here in the top corner. Not not that bad. You guys see any cards that I can uh, that I can pull pull together here? Yeah, there's a there's a couple fours, and yeah, we can do the yeah. fours. But just a pair is four points, four points, eight points, and I got had had a modifier already thirty six points. Well, that doesn't do much. Thirty six points is nowhere near three hundred. What am I gonna do? Okay, well I have a couple threes. Oh, I want to do that. Let's try. Getting rid of a couple cards here. I'm getting rid of an ace. Oh well, discard those. Do I get anything else? Okay, ten, eight, ten, eight, no, five, three, two. Still nothing. But eight, nine, ten, I got jack. eight, nine, ten, jack. Eight, nine, ten, jack. But that's four. I need five cards. That's a small straight though, isn't that? Yeah, it's, I don't, they don't they don't count those. Eight, nine, ten, what? jack. See, high card. Um, you have to basically straights flush it all. Every it has to be five cards. But I have. Three or uh, four diamonds here, three hearts. Do I take a gamble and get rid of the three? Let's get rid of the hearts here and see if I can get if I can get some more diamonds. Because there we go. Oh, I can't. I'm going one, two, three, four, five. So many points I get here. So I dropped one of my hands. Ten, ten, nine. Adds all that up, and twenty-eight points, three twenty-four. I beat the small blind. Pretty easy. It's just poker. But man, things get fun because you get money. I'm going to cash out. So I got six bucks. <clears throat> you can get Joker cards. <laughs> what does Joker card do? This one gives me plus one hand size. This one gives every face card gives plus four of multiples. Oh, both those sound pretty good. I'm going to, I'll say right now, definitely pick up the Jokers as, as much as you can. Um, like try to find one that matches your play style. So I'm, I'm going to get this guy. Uh, and then you got these vouchers, which are long-term um, throughout your entire run. And sometimes they can be uh, included in uh, your overall um, kind of ownership of the, you know, your, your, your full complete run stuff for the, for the game. So um, I can buy this voucher, which says playing cards can be purchased from the shop, individual playing cards instead of just jokers. Or... You can buy these different packs. Rip open one of these packs. Let's do uh, the Arcana pack gives me three tar tarot cards, which are kind of up here that you get to use these items uh, in each match. Or planet cards, which are used immediately. Let's do the planet card. Can you imagine this. sitting down watching the World Series of Poker as some guy cracks open a booster pack? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, so here's, here's what the planet cards sort of do. You can level up hand so i can get i can level up three of a kind so i can get two multiplier 20, plus 20 chips 
four of a kind, straight flush. I'm going to do three of what a kind. What does Uranus do? <laughs> so three of a kind now gives me a ton of more points. So um, let's try the next round. So needless to say, you keep playing these rounds. You win, you win, you win, and then you eventually lose, and you kind of start back from the bottom. But a lot of the stuff you've saved up tends to work. So in this case, look at two aces, two twos. This, by the way, is my most, most popular hand combination. It's probably going to be two pair. Um, I'm going to play this sucker and see, see how many points I get. Okay, 31, 42, 44. Look at that. Beautiful. And I get 92 points. Bam. So I'm, I'm already starting off eh, mediocre. But, hey, check it out. King, King, Jack, 10, 9. Let's do this straight. I think that might work better than, than two pair. So straight right now gives me 30 times 4. You can kind of get that. Well, what does... Oops. This get 20 times two. Yeah, not good enough. So I'm going to go with this straight. So I've been finding myself playing this, uh, looking at the amount of points that I get, kind of playing each hand, setting things up. I swear I feel like I'm becoming a better poker player by playing this. <laughs> uh, and right now, 408. And yeah, bam, I can I can win this sucker just by, let's do this straight. Just knock this sucker out. One, two, three, four, five, play this hand. <clears throat> God. Oh, I forgot the jack. I was like, you dumb son of a bitch. I didn't even, even look. That's right. I'll just get this sucker. There we go. Yeah. I missed the jack. I'm sorry. Um, but Jack never it, misses a jack. Yeah, yeah. So you play these kind of first two rounds, and then you get to the boss. And the boss is sort of the... It's the, an eldritch horror. That... It, it can be, because... Um, the bosses have their own modifiers. Okay, let me cash out here. I'm just going to buy uh, the other Joker. Let's see where the Joker's if hand can play uh, three of a kind or a good total selvy. Let's do the, I'll do this Joker. I'll buy this. Oh, what okay. a surprise. Dally doesn't yeah. know temperance. <laughs> uh, not me. Um, let's go to the next round. So the boss, this boss, the club, says all club cards are debuffed, which can suck if you've amped up your club cards with the the modifiers and the planets and all that kind of stuff or with the jokers we can do that as well so um the nice thing about this joker is plus one hand size i now got i'm getting nine cards here instead of the regular eight so uh clubs are debuffed but i got two nines here oh look at that uh i can get a pair but i don't want to do that i want to let's let's dump these three cards let's see what i can get out of here ah, there we go full house remember Three of a kind to get 100 chips there, so I'm going to play this sucker. I might be able to knock this guy out in just his first... Uh... Oh, yeah, I got him. I got him, baby. Or do I? Oh, oh, close. Yeah, bam. See, look at that. My first hand played. <laughs> I was able to knock him out. Cool, easy, lots of fun. Um, and then you get into the later levels. These first few, the... Tutorial is kind of long-ish because it'll take you a little bit of time to just kind of figure out what to, what to do. But once you get it, it just snaps into play. While it while those first few hands are easy, you're looking to get 600. You're looking to get, um, you know, I'll, I'll buy this. You're looking to get, uh, uh, you know, 2,000 points, whatever, 800, 1,200, 1,600. Then you're getting it up into like the tens of thousands and the millions. And finally, you're into areas which are... The game, the final like sections of the game um, have you essentially going to incomprehensible numbers with the whole point being that you're trying to break 
poker with all the different jokers, with enhancing all the cards. You can enhance cards from regular, you know, ace of hearts to an ace of hearts with glass, with multiplier, with with booster. So every hand you play is creating these incredible sets of, um, you know, attacks essentially. So it's part role playing game, like turn based role playing game, poker, roguelike. The it's an incredible waste of time, and I'm fully uh, understanding that I now have a gambling addiction because I cannot <laughs> stop playing this game. Um, we need to, we need to is, find the right gotcha game for Dad. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, so Get him on every every <laughs> year or so. There's a game that kind of comes out of the out of nowhere and sort of gets me a little bit addicted, you know, and I, I get over it, get get it, get enthralled with it. Last year was Suica game because it was kind of stupid and simple. You know, the year before that, I think, was Vampire Survivors, which I thought was great. This is Vampire Survivors level of addiction. <laughs> but because it's it's meant to play at your own pace, like I can I can start the hand and walk away. I can come back like two hours later and continue. Whereas Vampire Survivors, you have to keep playing because, you know, the runs are intended to be like 30 minutes, 40 minutes of Vampire Survivors, you know. But in this case... You know, bam, 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 bam. Play that. I'm good for now. I'm going to come back later on and play more. It is so well developed from this just being able to stop and start when you want type of play. That's because it's poker that I freaking love it. To the point where I have figured out a way. Here, let's knock this sucker out. I figured out a way to play this game with an actual deck of cards uh, and with Uno cards as modifiers and um, jokers and uh, little chips. I got like little little poker chips so that I was playing at home. By the way, hey, Balotro folks, get a hold of me. I have now I've made a fully functional version of this game that's physical. Um, maybe I'll do the, a special episode about that. It's just I can't stop thinking about this game. It's so addictive. It's so easy to play, and you lose, and you're like. Crap. Okay, just one. They, that whole saying of just one more run. But in this case, just one more run. If if there was real money involved in this, I would be homeless right now because I would have given up my house. <laughs> it is that freaking addicting. <laughs> I uh, Vegas is going to make a version of this in casinos, and you will have people losing so much money. Please do it. <laughs> I will be first person to line up to mortgage my home to play a real money version of this. It is, it's fantastic. Valley's gonna use as an excuse to go to CES one year. Exactly. Can't stop talking about this game. Can't stop playing this game. Um, and it's just, it's so good. It's the opposite of wholesome because it's about gambling. But uh, you can learn to play poker when you play this. It's, no, no is it about gambling but it's Great. about like breaking the system so yes. bad yeah <laughs> it is um it's just just point blank it's just fun it's just absolutely fun it's totally worth picking up I don't, how much did you say you you paid for it jj uh i i got it on like one of like green man gaming for okay. like 10 bucks so. dude worth the whole <laughs> it's so like there is no massive you guys showed us some phenomenal games in your reviews and your previews and stuff 
this is one screen with a bunch of cards popping up and the background is molten lava lamp green and that's all this is and it looks like somebody may have Windows whipped it up in a game jam ass game. literally <laughs> it's like somebody whipped this up in a game jam and it's like it sounds good great i think that's what's what's magical about this is it's real simplicity um it plays great on steam deck by the way it's touch touch works perfectly on this it's just it's just so good it's so good yeah um I'm going to have to stop this podcast because I'm going to go back to playing this game. Balatro is, I, I can't, I can't hail a game as much as I've hailed a game since Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> as I handled Balatro. It's just so freaking addicting. Kudos to the team. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's it. That's my review of Balatro. Play it. Just play it. Go ahead. Play it. Play it. Yeah, there you go. Talk about the Vegas games on NES. Have you guys bring me pocket card jockey, man. That's what I want. Vegas Stakes was every yeah. Sega Genesis uh, owner. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining me on this evening. It's always a true pleasure to talk with oh, um, yeah. my best friends. Look at you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh. I love you guys. You guys have, this is, my beard is gray. You guys have color in yours and it's fuller. I'm so jealous. I you do have are, a couple of gray hairs. Just to yeah, but mine, mine is white. Yeah. Um, love you, dudes. Thank you again. Oh, wait. Maybe the biggest news. I can't believe we freaking forgot two big giant story newses that we newses. Newsai. Newsai. That's something that we forgot to talk about. Um big PAX news, right? This is PAX news. Yeah. On uh Thursday, March. I'm checking the date. March 21st. Join us. For the third annual side questing party, JJ, you basic, you guys basically help name it again. It is the is side questings. It is the what? What, what did we say? It was like the quadruple A. Quadruple A, but it's but it's also four A's, so yeah. it's quadruple A A A A experience. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have the yeah. full flyer up. It's just yeah. our return to Howl at the Moon. They loved us the last two years. We were the largest. Uh, party outing that they ever had, so they invited us back. They reached out to us. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on the uh, correct level of meds to where I feel like I can go to a party this year. So yeah, I like to yeah. be there this year. It's <laughs> eight, eight thirty, or sorry, eight o'clock to eleven o'clock. Eight thirty to eight thirty to eleven. Food comes yeah. out at eight thirty. Doors open at like eight ish. But yeah, get there, get there on eight thirty. When your PAX day is basically done. Follow us. We're gonna head over there. Follow us. We're gonna head over there. Have a good time. They have their live band, which is a blast. People show up in cosplay. It is a lot of and free appetizers. Get come in for the free food because free food is good. And it they have sliders, chicken wings, pop jalapeno poppers. It's it's actually macaroni bites. It's really good. Um, but earlier in the day, you can actually join us at our other annual uh, third annual event um with our panel 777 the number of the best yeah also jj i think you hopped in this one too why we love <laughs> mediocre games when no one else does we have an awesome all-star cast this year it is uh myself and uh sarah's returning sam jj taylor uh we're gonna sneak johnny and tom onto the and i feel we also have uh, a newcomer anya combs she's gonna be joining us it's gonna be 
a lot of fun. Again, we're going to talk about our favorite sevens games that were rated seven. There were already a couple this year, several last year. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about our favorite seven rated games that we just we just love that who cares if you don't like it it's just it's a game so mid it's good yeah hell uh, you know what uh, if you're not going to be there submit us some games like we'll talk about yes, it great point yeah submit us some games um it's usually a packed audience i think last year they gave us one of like the two main theaters and we were yeah super- yeah we were on the twitch home page yeah right? we're not For- on the twitch homepage this year unfortunately because we got we got uh i know there apparently there's like some some big freaking show, other big people happening there, yeah. showing up there, but whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll figure out a way to stream it though. It might we might yeah. still do something. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, join us that day, three o'clock to four o'clock in the Condor Theater. We'll have the news post for both these things up um, in the next day or so here. But uh, yeah. until until Pax, you can still find us here. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be here podcasting, it, reviewing, talking about all the fun stuff. If there's any crazy news tomorrow, maybe we'll do an emergency meeting, but who, who knows? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, but I, I, I don't know crazy. what game they could possibly announce at that thing that would make us want to yeah. convene for a podcast. Yeah. Maybe you guys are just sick of me anyway, so it's all yeah. But uh, I'm going to go back to playing card games because I yeah. you got me started on Balatroy and I figured out how to share. Dudes, I love you. JJ, Zach, find you guys in the Discord yeah. at the underscore double underscore J yeah. at Quest64 at Dolly Demosky all over the place. You can find I'm not telling you or just look for us. We'll see you on the at Official Electric. We'll see you on the next episode of